Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Neary. Hey everybody, it is Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy with another episode of Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so glad you've joined us again for another week of exciting information about how to live in this world that we're all faced with right now. Today, I have an exciting guest, Melissa Swenda. She is the mom of Anna Nob. So if you've been around to North Homeschool Academy for any length of time, you've probably gotten an email from Anna because she's on our amazing enrollment team. So we were just chatting last week and we started talking about how great Melissa Swenda was as a homeschool grandparent. And we decided, you know, we need to have her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you did you homeschool your kids? I did not. Um, looking back, um, at the time my kids were younger, um, I would have done that because I was a stay at home mom, which was great. Um, but there wasn't as many options. Yeah. Um, and if there were, we didn't have the internet. So yeah. it wasn't as well known. It wasn't as readily available. Um, yeah. So, and, my kids were fortunate. We, the town we lived in at the time, they went to a small elementary school. Uh, so it was very tight knit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And you have two kids. Yes. Uh, Anna, uh-huh. who you all know. And then I have a son who is now in, in the IT world. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anna's pretty, pretty good with IT too. Thank goodness. He is. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> and you have two grandkids. Anna's little girls. Yes. Like the joy of my life. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So were you surprised when Anna decided to homeschool? Was that a big shock to you and your husband? Not at all. No. Not at all. Um, it wasn't a shock to me. My husband's a little more old school, you know, like everybody goes to school. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I myself have been in public worked in public education for almost twenty years. Yeah. Um as an instructional aid with learning support and emotional support. And, um, you know, I knew Anna would be a teacher. Yeah. Um, that she'd at least start out in public education, but I knew that at some point I wanted my granddaughters to be homeschooled. Did you really? Absolutely. Okay. 20 years of seeing, like you said before, the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was very fortunate. Um, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, my parents sent me to a private Christian school. Uh-huh. And best thing they ever did. Those are really formidable years. Oh, you're yeah. trying to figure yeah. out who, fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. You're like, er, you know, 10, 11, 12. Who am I? What's God's plan for me? You know, that whole thing. And yeah. going to a private Christian school and having that Bible, you know, and that sport was really fantastic. You know, it really helped me solidify who I was. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's a great thing about homeschool. Yeah. You can make sure your kiddos get that. <laughs> right. I keep telling people that, you know, like that is, it's so interesting. Every year we have so many requests for Bible classes and worldview, and they're such a difficult sell for mm-hmm. online classes. And I know online classes are expensive, but yeah. what I keep telling people is your kids are not getting really solid Bible training and teaching and discipleship, probably in Sunday school or youth group. They're playing a lot of games. They're drinking Kool-Aid and, and eating snacks and those kind of things. And so yeah. we might get some, but more often than not, it's like a devotional study. It's not really like in-depth, like Bible study exactly. or, or, yep. how to, or how to study the Bible. I mean, so the, yep. these are skills your kids need. And in your and and I love that you said upper elementary, like when you went to the private Christian school, because I agree that is kids become really aware that, you know, like, wow, there's a big world out there. Like, I'm gonna have to go live in that world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what? And, uh, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> so what, what grades do you do you work with in public school? Um, Primarily elementary at this point. Yeah, I've. I started out in middle school, actually. Yeah. Um, and, but in the last, let's see, 16 years, um, I have been with K to five. Okay. Yeah. So they're just starting out their educational journey. <laughs> yes. Um, now I recently took a position at a school closer to home, which is just primary. So this year I'm going to be first grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great age. I love that age. It is. It is. They're, they're very cute, but they, they love you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But the sad thing that I see in public school is, you know, so many of them just struggle emotionally and behaviorally. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think it'd be different at home? Not for a lot of these kids because school is their escape from home. Okay. Yeah. So there Does that is make a, sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how do you support, how do you support your homeschooling family members? Um, you were, to, you held up this little basket full of fun goodies. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, like I said, um, my husband and I love the Target dollar spot, um, for educational flashcards, activity books. Um, uh, we do an adventure fund for the oldest granddaughter's birthday because it's close to Christmas. So all of the relatives, we, you know, put little funds into that. And then that allows them to do their fun trips to Hershey Gardens and, you know, helps pay for memberships and zoo. And we go to the zoo and we love going with them on these adventures because Athena, they're both so smart. But like Athena, who will be five around Christmas time. She can walk you through the butterfly gardens at Hershey and she can give you the tour. <laughs> I love she it. Knows the names, you know, um, uh, when I'm home during the summer, I actually FaceTime with them while they started school the last couple of weeks, Fun. which just makes my heart so happy. So I'm learning the little finger songs and, you know, she was doing her owl pellet bingo and she was like, is this the bone mom? And, uh, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it. Cause you're discovering right around along with them. I mean, that is yeah. so fun. That is so fun. I love the idea of an adventure fund. So that's like actually a gift you give her for her birthday is just, you know, money's towards the family going on adventures together. That is, yeah. that is a phenomenal gift. I love it. Yeah. That is a great idea. 
And then do you just, do you just hand the money over to the parents and say, here's your adventure for the year and spend it wisely? Um, Anna has a little piggy bank usually. And, you know, we all just put our monies in there. They don't even know who gave what or whatever. And then, you know, she pulls it together and whatever, you know, or the girls, um, they might take, Athena's going to take a tennis lesson. You know, she's going to do tennis. Um, if they do swim lessons, you know, just things like that, that, you know, when you're homeschooling, you're home. Yeah. But you still need to get out and have all the fun activity, things. adventures. Yeah. yeah. So um, that money goes towards those different things. Yeah, I love it. So an adventure fund, you, you've mentioned FaceTiming the kids a couple of times. I love that. Uh-huh. I think a lot of grandparents are like, that's just so awkward. Like, is that meaningful at all? But as we're doing this, as we're doing this podcast, my husband's upstairs FaceTiming my grandson. Exactly. About um, talking about um, rockets and space. My husband's a big astronomy guy. And like, mm. Really? He wants to go on a rocket. So they're going in a ton of science and it's great discussion. It's so fun. Yeah. Is it absolutely? Awkward? Was it awkward at first, or how do you feel about FaceTime? Um, see, I'm okay with technology. I grew up with technology because my dad worked for IBM. Okay. He was one of the original, you know, computer takes up a whole room kind of guys. So as soon as Radio Shack came out with a home computer, (laughs) we had to take a drink of tea, but I had to laugh instead. That is so awesome. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what Radio Shack is, we're going back. Exactly. So the funny thing is, I was the artsy kid in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I never understood math until I started working in elementary school and took fifth grade math. <laughs> um, and uh, so I was the music, you know, the plays, the art, that kind of thing. Uh, but now I've embraced the technology and... I love that in the morning, even once I start school, if the girls are awake, I get a FaceTime call and I start my day with them. Oh, I love it. That's so sweet. Okay. It's, yeah. Call maybe. Then you actually sit there and watch them do school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since they started school, um, you know, if we don't make it out, if they're outside playing on the swing set, Anna will FaceTime. And they're like, hey, Nana, watch me, you know, and they're jumping in the mud and making their mud pits, you know. So I'm there and I'm still sharing those experiences. And I love it. That is so awesome. That's a great way to start your day. A daily it is. The grandkiddos. Yeah. Nothing better. It is. Um, yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it. And you like to go on adventures with them. I love that you said that. What's What's been your favorite adventure that you've gone on with them? Hmm. Before Eleanor was born, um, we like, we've taken, uh, Athena apple picking mm-hmm. at the Weaver's Orchard here close to us. And, you know, the day we went, you know, we had the pony rides. We've done the zoo. So I love take, going to the zoo with her. I don't know. It's hard. They're yeah. all fun. Yeah. My phone is so full of pictures and videos. <laughs> I get, um, I get alerts all day long that my iCloud is full. Ah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is so fun. Do you like reading to the kids? Is that fun? Do you guys enjoy that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Athena and I have favorites when she's here. And then there's even been times that they have the same book at their house. Oh. So I'll read to that. I read to them. Does it give a, does it give a mouse a cookie or give a pig a pancake? 
those are two of our big time favorites. I love it. I love it. Yes. Like a pancake. Um, that, I, that's such a simple and fun concept. And, and kids love repetition with books, right? And that's how Anna learned how to read because Anna's first book that she learned how to read and read in kindergarten was The Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, which is that. a really long book. Yeah. But we read it so much. Yes, she had it memorized, but then we started working on actual, like recognizing the words. Yeah. I love and it. And Athena's already been doing that with her. Yeah. Uh huh. Those two books because they rhyme. So yeah. she picks up yeah. rhyming. Right. It's, and, yeah. and the rhymes are so good for emergent readers because it gives them the pattern and just the, you know, the lulls and the, the rhythm of, of speech and yeah. reading which is great stuff. Um, yeah. Are there certain yeah. subjects you hope to teach your, your grandkids or your husband does? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I mean, we've, like, we've done, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've, um, I mean, we've loved gardening. Uh, you know, we've had a garden here and that's something that Anna's really into. So we share that with them as well. You know, whether it's yeah. flowers, whether it's vegetable garden, um, that kind of stuff. My husband does woodworking and, you know, construction type work on the side. So Athena loves to just follow him around when she's here and, you know, oh. she'll go pick weeds and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or just hold, you know, hold a hammer. Actually, when my dad passed, we inherited his, one of his big computer chairs that my husband has down in the wood shop. Yeah. So when, when he's working in the wood shop, she sits in the big chair and she's tall enough to see the top oh, of the, wow. tool, the tool bench. I love so, it. So yeah. So she'll just sit there and watch and yeah. take it all in. I love it. I love how yeah. you created this little community for your grandkids. Like it's really a sweet community that they have so many adult resources to draw on. That's really a gift. Yeah. I mean, Athena loves to bake. So usually when she comes, I let her make a mess in the kitchen. Like we just <laughs> go at, we just go at it, throw the flour around, whatever. Um, and I mean, our family as a whole is really blessed. My son-in-law's family um, lives right down the road from them currently. And his grandmother is still alive. And wow. I love, the the sweet time that the girls have with her yeah i'm choking up because my grandmother and my husband's grandmother like they were just such wonderful grandmothers and if they Aww. were still around i just i know how they would be so it means a lot to me that ethan's yeah. grandmother is still there and his mom you know and dad and sister and brother-in-law are all there so you know families are so scattered nowadays yeah you know and, and part of that's life and jobs and everything, but life can be so much more simple. And like, if we just all take care of each other, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I see that kids at school, mo it used to be that everybody's parents were together and you were the oddball if your parents weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're the oddball if your parents are. Yeah. Which that's is true. Like my, it hurts my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so hard on the kids. The people who lose in divorce is always the kids. There's no Absolutely. winner. There's no winner in a divorce. Um, no. Yeah, I I love that. Um, what is what is your big hope for your kids from home? What what do you think homeschooling can give them that going to a traditional school or a private school couldn't give them? 
Well, I know even just from my own kids, my son was always a hands-on learner. Mm-hmm. You know, he he suffered through, you know, middle school and high school because he knew he had to. Yeah. But he also, he, he did a tech school program. So he went to the local tech school for half the day um, because he wanted to be in IT networking. Yeah. Um, such a huge blessing like that. That saved him and got him through high school because as soon as he got in that bus and knew he was going, he was a different kid. You yeah. Know? So I love that homeschool and I'm, I know Melissa Grande very well too. Yeah. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> we all love her at True North. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, I've watched her kids grow up in homeschool and just watching how these kids learn, but they're doing hands on and they're sharing with their friends and, you know, it's like you said, it's a community. You're a learning community. Whereas in school, they come and they're expected to sit all day long, mostly, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, getting up out of your desk and sitting in a circle on the floor is very different than going out into your backyard and oh, yeah. doing something, you know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or meeting some friends and learning about butterflies or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I just like they're going to have that hands-on, yeah. you know, experience. Life experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Life ex- You can't teach life experience in the classroom. Yeah. Interesting. I always say you can't teach common sense in the classroom. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, like, you know, in, in public school, again, for better, or for worse, um, you know, it's, you don't, you can't fail anymore. Like there's no failing anymore. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, yeah. you got an F, you got an F. You got an F. They did hold kids back, but now no, no child left behind has honestly been a disservice because as adults, really we're, we, we have performance reviews. We have mm-hmm. performance indicators at work. You know, we have mm-hmm. to meet a standard or you don't get the raise. You don't get the promotion. Your business doesn't continue to, to grow. I mean, yeah. these are all real life uh, consequences of not meeting expectations of performing in a way that's necessary to keep things going. So yeah, yeah good point. Um, yeah. You so I think that's another thing about homeschool. Like if kids do an experiment and it fails, okay, that's all right. Yeah. Let's look at it. Let's take a look at it. Why did it fail? You know, what can we do differently next time? And then try it again. You know, you might try it three or four times. Whereas at school, especially, you know, I guess as they get older, it's like, here's your day to do your experiment. You get it. You get it. You don't, you don't. We're moving on the next day. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and actually real learning, you have to fail to learn. It, it is just, it's baked into the learning process is failure. Um, you don't move forward if, you, if your husband's a woodworker. I'm sure he's got yes. failed woodworking things happen in your house. <laughs> Me- measure twice, cut once. Yeah. <laughs> measure twice, twice, cut once. Yep. <laughs> what what um, advice would you give to grandmas whose kids are homeschooling and aren't really on board with it? They're worried about their kids. Um, their grandkids being successful or having opportunities or being able to make, I, you hear this all the time. My grandkids won't make it or my kids won't make it in the real world. What, what would you say to those, um, well, parents? 
That that's a good question because my husband and I have had this discussion. Like I said, he's more old school. You know, you go to school. Yeah. So he that is a concern for him. Um, for me, since again I'm in a, a, the education world, I'm just on top of my daughter like white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> But again, like Athena's only four and a half. So, yeah. you know, we're just starting. Um, I am just so thankful that Anna is part of a good homeschool group, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as True North. And then she has, you know, ladies that she gets together with locally. Um, and so, and, and again, since I've been in elementary school, I know what a lot of those markers need to look like. Yeah. So, yeah. For a grandparent that doesn't necessarily know that, um, I mean, and every kid is different too, you know, but I would just talk with your child, your, you know, your child who's doing the homeschooling, uh, who's the homeschool parent and, you know, ask the questions, mm-hmm. you know, what are they studying right now? Is there anything I can do to help you or to enrich that, you know, topic that you're studying? Like I said, I live at the dollar section. You know, if I go somewhere and I see some flashcards that might help now or down the road, I'll pick them up. Yeah. You know, activity books, um, you know, supplies. Is So just just ask the questions and be involved. Um, it's really no different than what I did for my own kids. But again, you know, the sad part is most, a lot of parents don't worry about what their kids are doing. You know, they're so... Yeah. What what about the grandparent who just is not going to agree? I mean, if they just, they're just so, they can't get over it. Yeah. You know, what I say to that is, you know what? Your adult child is an adult now and they are the parent and the kids are theirs. Like, so that's why you just support the best you can. Yeah. 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 And there's, there's lots of things that we don't agree that our adult children do. Oh yeah. <laughs> then, oh, seriously. <laughs> our, our adult children look at us and like, you're the greatest, you know, you, yeah. the, you know, you made mistakes <laughs> as a parent too. We have some things we want to talk with you about now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, so it's yeah, kind of be supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Supportive. Yeah. Yep. And it's I would say, have those have those conversations like I just don't I don't agree with this but be willing to listen and be open to you know if they have a book for you to read read the book you know I mean yeah. or get a book for them to read you know have the conversation with your kids um, yeah. and then um, make sure you're still involved in your grandkids lives because that's so important the other thing I just want to point out to grandparents I mean you know it's so easy to um to support our kids when they're doing stuff that we appreciate and approve of. And when they're doing things we don't, it's easy to just go, yeah, I'm out. I'm totally out. But your grandkids need you. Like you said before, yes. I mean, families are so fragmented right now because of the mm-hmm. world and all the things. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. being in touch with your, with your kids and your grandkids is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any last, like just words of wisdom or yay, it's going to be a great year that you have to share with people. You're, you're heading into the public school system again. Uh, I am. Okay. Yeah. Are you excited? Um, I'm excited at the beginning of the year, every year. Um, because I have always felt that, you know, my mission is to be salt and light where there isn't, you know, many times there isn't any, 
and I can't talk about my faith to the children. Yeah. But I always go back to the old song. You're the only Jesus some may ever see. You're the only words of life that some may ever read. So let them see in you the one in who is all they'll ever need. Because you're the only Jesus that some may ever see. That is so beautiful. I'm going to have to, I'll put that in the show notes. I just, and that's what goes over my head all the time. You know, so much when I'm in school, like the way that I'm behaving as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these kids don't see that, you know, so I have to be in my right place too. And yeah, right. Do a lot of prayer, lots of prayer. Lots of prayer. You sound <laughs> like a mom, thing. actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that grandparents need to be doing now is praying for their grandchildren yeah, and right. their children who are doing the teaching, you know, and their groups of friends and, you know, that, that the Lord will put those right people in in their lives to help them grow and learn. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. And encourage them because, you know, I honestly, here's the deal. I mean, you are working with families who probably need the public school system in a way that some of us don't need it, you know, Mm -hmm. financially or socially, we have other support systems, Um, but regardless of how you're parenting your kids or schooling your kids, your kids and you need a support team. You need people who are praying around you. You need people who are singing, um, Bible songs that are going to make yep. you up a little bit because um, it's a lonely world. And, you know, there's just a lot coming out, everybody. So we just, you know, yeah. we fight for each other and for your family too. really don't forget they're your first ministry. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. You've done a great job raising some awesome kids. At least Anna is. I, I, she just cracks me up on a pretty much regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's my character. Yeah. <laughs> We are very blessed. I mean, my husband and I, I was just telling my son that today. I'm like, your dad's always bragging about you. And he's like, I don't know why. And I'm like, because, you know, when, when they graduate from high school, they graduate from college, you know, whatever, you've done your job. Yeah. You've got Jesus. You You're got it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. time to do your thing now. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, your grandkids really have a treasure in you. Thanks for sharing. Um, I, yeah, you guys, if you have any questions about homeschooling, it's, I, we have a lot. Of, I've heard a lot more families. It's the grandparents who are doing the homeschooling. They're not being supportive of their kids who are homeschooling, but they're mm-hmm. doing homeschooling for whatever reason. Their their kids are working and they're kind of like the academic person in their life, or they've gotten custody of their grandkids or whatever. There's mm-hmm. situations right now. And yeah. I know we, we had kids in our 20s, 30s, and 40s. And believe me, um, my younger kids have never seen me jog. <laughs> you know I mean? But I feel like I know so much more with my, with my older kids because I was yeah. a young mom, you know. And so your kids and your family and your community really need you at whatever stage you're at to come alongside people. And if you have, if, you, if there's young homeschooling families in your church, be the support to them. They might not have an extended family. And just yeah, having somebody sure. buy him, buy him flashcards at the Dollar Tree and tell him, Hey, I'm praying for you. That yeah, can sure. keep them going. Yeah. Um, so reach out to the people that you see on a regular basis. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Melissa, it's been so fun to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you all have a wonderful school year. Work hard, 
stay focused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Stay. I think that's really actually what you just said. Stay focused. That is a great thing to keep reminding each other and ourselves. Stay focused. Why are we educating our kids in this way? Yeah. Why are we exactly. doing it? Um, homeschooling is a great way to educate your kids, but more importantly, it's a great way to socialize your kids. And the world has co-opted that and said, you awkward homeschooler, your kids aren't going to be socialized. Oh yeah, they are. They're going to be socialized to go to great grandma's house and take her baked goods from their other grandparents' house. And they're going to be socialized to not be embarrassed by reading a book instead of yeah. just indifference on their phone all the time. Your kids will mm -hmm. be socialized in a positive way that can be really God honoring. So um, homeschooling is a exactly. great way to socialize your kids and um, a great way to practice the freedoms that we have in this great country right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Melissa, thanks so much. A delight to talk to Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week. Okay. You guys, if you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment for us below. Um, we have extended show notes. So check those out and go check out our over 120 classes at homeschoolacademy.com. Our mission is to come alongside fellow homeschoolers so that you can go farther faster. Thanks, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. And I just want to remind you that you can find all of our classes and clubs, testing, advising, mom's membership, and more at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We do offer live online, dynamic, interactive, small group classes. So when your students take classes with us, they're not in a they're not in a Zoom room full of 100 people. We keep our class sizes small so that the students get to know both the teacher and their fellow students. We um, use a lot of different technology to make the classes dynamic and interactive, including presentations, projects, breakout rooms, virtual whiteboards, and more. Um, we like to say that we use time-tested educational pedagogy, coupled with cutting edge technology to bring the best educational opportunities to your students in, in the privacy of your own home. We do provide syllabus and grading for all classes. Um, clubs are more relaxed, so we don't provide syllabus or grading for those, but you can certainly use our clubs for the transcripts, and we'd love to help you know how to do that. Stay tuned this year, 2022, for some exciting new um, classes and clubs being offered by True North Home School Academy. Um, we're also going to be offering an honor club, dual enrollment, and so much more. We are honored to partner with you as you homeschool your children. Again, check out truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. And thanks for listening to today's podcast.